0: You're listening to the EFC Podcast. Rob Parker is co-founder of the National House of Prayer, a ministry committed to praying for the government of Canada. Since 2005, the House of Prayer has literally been a house, welcoming teams from across the country to join them in their Ottawa location. Since we recorded our interview with Rob, changes are afoot. The ministry is going to move more fully online and try to launch a new era of vigorous prayer for Canada and our government. I'm Karen Stiller. We hope you enjoy this interview and this peek into a unique national ministry. Rob, for people who aren't familiar with the National House of Prayer, can you tell us what you do there and what your mission
1: is? Sure. We we established ourselves back in, in 2004. Uh, at that time, we didn't have a building, but essentially the call was to bring uh Awareness of the church in Canada the, um, interdenominationally our, our uh, call in Scripture to pray for government um, and and to bring a presence to Ottawa and so that was we, we were pastoring at the time out in British Columbia, but um, the call was very clear to to move to Ottawa to establish a presence there uh, close to Parliament um, where teams of people could come from across Canada, meet their MP, pray for policy, pray for government. Um, And so that's, that's been going on now 15 years. So, yeah. Uh,
0: So these teams that come from other parts of Canada, do they, sorry, I don't know this. Do they actually stay at the national house of prayer or are they just using it as some kind of a headquarters?
1: Yeah, they, they do stay. We've got 40 beds there. (laughs) It, um, it was a former uh, priest residence. It was built in, in uh, let's see, 1920, so we're almost 100 years old. But it's uh, then it was used as a convent for nuns. It's uh, right behind St. Anne's Church, which is about a 20-minute walk from the Parliament Hill.
0: Wow, that is really cool. So how many teams a year would you get typically?
1: I would say we get in upwards of anywhere from 12 to 20 teams a year. It's it's interesting. A lot of a lot of teams don't like to come when it's winter in Ottawa, you know, and uh, but they they do come in the uh, spring and fall. We're actually we don't receive teams in the summer because we're out uh, uh, sharing with uh, places across Canada. So we we do our best to try to go to them and. We have found to get teams to Ottawa, we have to first go to them anyway. So, yeah.
0: Well, uh, having moved to Ottawa in the last two years and having survived this winter, I would affirm their decision <laughs> about timing. Yeah. Um, can you walk us through what a typical visit looks like then? Are you like, do you come make a schedule up for them or what happens?
1: We do. We we try and uh, first connect them with their, their member of parliament and. Both in their own riding where they they live, and also in Ottawa, and uh, we then we organize a, a visit with that member of parliament in their office, and and hopefully a supper with that uh, different leader where they could come to the house of prayer, meet us, meet what we're doing, and where they if they're open to it can be prayed for. So basically, a team would arrive either on a Sunday night or Monday we'd be debriefing them about what the week is looking like and how we, we present ourselves when we go into a public place like the house of commons or the Senate. And we, we go in there and we ask them to observe what's going on, compare it to what they're seeing in the newspaper, but we ask them also to, to pray quietly, uh, silently in, in the house of commons or Senate and, uh, and we do that through the week, and we we get the, we also teach them when we they're at the host of prayer. We teach on prayer, of course, but we also teach on Christian worldview. And so, these are some of the yeah, activities.
0: So, how do MPs respond? Uh, because I'm guessing some of them might think this is all very strange, but tell me about that.
1: Yep. Some might roll their eyes a bit, um, but, uh, you know, I, I found that prayer, that even the subject of prayer is something that people understand. Whether they're whether they happen to be uh, from a Christian persuasion or not, uh, some might not. Some might just roll their eyes and uh, say that this is a bit extreme or whatever. But you know, and and so we we try and uh, uh, just be uh, friendly to any any uh, comments on that. And uh, but generally, we've been it's been very favorable uh, response from members of Parliament many who love it when they see a team of people from from another riding sitting up in the galleries and 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 they know that they're there because they're concerned and they're there because they want to be informed and they want to pray more effectively for our nation and so for the most part i would say it's been very favorable i can't complain that's for sure
0: so rob why is this so important to do because i i mean we talk about praying for our elected leaders but you are doing it in a really like organized, directed way, it sounds like. I'm So I'm, I'd like to hear why it's so important. And then do you have some stories of seeing God at work you can sure. share?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's important because for one, uh, um, prior to us walking in this, walking this out ourselves, we didn't really have any kind of political threat in us at all. And, um, and so when we prayed for government, it was it more or less just bless them and, you know and we didn't know how to pray for government, but then in in being there and uh being able to see what's going on, we can now help people to be more informed and very strategic in how they pray and uh and i fe- I feel like that is very valuable i I do feel that um part of our call as Christians is to love our neighbor and and to do our best to not just be here for ourselves to be self serving, but to serve society. And and therefore becoming aware of good social policy can be an aspect of loving our neighbor. That we, we care. We care for how what government does and, and uh and and we can express that, but we can but it's also that in regards to uh seeing God raise up good government that really is an encouragement to all Canadians regardless of that government's um, colors so
0: Rob let me ask and then I'll uh, I'll get you to tell me some great stories because I'm sure you have some um, how do you uh, help people like say non-christians get over that fear that we're just wanting to interfere and impose and you know uh, ruin all the fun which is kind of the Perception that is out there, but what I hear you saying is it's like an act of compassion for Christians to be involved in the political process. It's not about imposing. It mm-hmm. feels like it's about coming alongside. How, how can we help people get over that misconception?
1: Well, you know, uh, there's an Angus Reid report out there that 87% of Canadians pray. And of that 87%, I think it's like in the low 50% that are not religious at all. So there's a whole lot of people that out there that actually believe in prayer, but they're not religious. So that's, that's one. Um, I, I, I do feel that we, we can, uh, as I meet with members of parliament who may not be ones who I would actually physically engage in prayer with, uh, you know, depending on where they're at, I think we can just be a little lighter. We can be friendly. We can be, how are things going? And uh, if, if, uh, God opens the door and it's the right time. We can then say, well, do you mind if I pray about these things? And whether I do that right at that time or not, I think that's something that, you know, we need a bit of discernment. But I do feel that, uh, uh, well, one, we've we've had times where we've prayed for non-Christians in leadership and where um, they've gotten back to us quite excited that, wow, there were things that actually happened. Things, prayers were answered. And that's an encouragement. Um, did I see them come to the Christian faith? Well, I, I don't know at that point. I can't say I did, but yet I do believe that prayer was a, a good influence to them.
0: Oh, that's that's really neat. Yeah, I, I love that. So tell us, Rob, about some times where you have clearly experienced God moving through your prayers or through your presence.
1: There's all kinds of examples. Um, we've had times where we've prayed for personal matters for Members of Parliament and uh, and had uh, them actually call or come to the House of Prayer to express that, and and we've had uh, good reports from some of them coming back to us. Sometimes not. Sometimes we don't get any report, but but often we've had those times. But then there are these kinds of times where where uh, going up to uh, leading a team of young people up to the. Uh, the hill and at 12 midnight, young people love to do crazy stuff like that. And so there I am at midnight taking a, a team of 20 or 25 young people up to Parliament Hill to pray around the, uh, the parliament and, uh, and they think that's really cool. They're almost like in stealth and all that. And so up we go and we're prayer walking around the parliament. And of course you'd expect this, but a police cruiser, uh, came over to us and, um, and so you know i went over there to say hi and you know this is what we're doing and it's quite legal to be there but um so you know i was explaining we are from the national house of prayer this team of young people and and we came up at this time of night to pray for government when it wasn't so busy and and i i it was interesting because i watched the eyes of the of the police uh uh, constable get really wide and he said i can't believe it he said not more than 10 minutes ago i had my cruiser parked over in that corner of our of the property of the parliament and i was praying that god would send people who would pray for our government and i i couldn't believe it you know like sometimes you know we 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 have ideas of prayer but we don't even know who's praying and that was such a a neat opportunity a neat time but you know, we've had different things. Where one, I one that's really apparent with us is uh, this goes back a little while with the maternal health and the the UN that uh, there was pressure at that time on our government to uh, include abortion with the maternal health package, and um, uh, there was a, a phone calls from different members of parliament saying they needed prayer because even in their own party there was not consensus on this issue on this subject and. They needed consensus, and they asked for prayer. Well, that prayer went across Canada. People began to really press in on that, and um, I remember the the day we were sitting in the gallery in Parliament, where uh, uh, the whole of the par- that particular party stood up in in unison, where they would not include abortion in the maternal health and that was a real answer to prayer. The amount of different, the amount of MPs, we actually went to a, a function. I think it was that night or the, the day after. And there was a lineup of MPs, um, wanting to talk to us and thank us for prayer that, uh, they saw that what they believed was the power of God move. And in that lineup were non-Christian MPs as well. So something was going on. uh, but, you know, I don't always have the good report because now abortion is part of that maternal health package. And and so, I'm, you know, it is something that we'd love to see completely changed again. Uh, but that's one example. Another one, what we were praying for uh, against terrorism in Canada. And there was a concern about terrorist cells. And uh, we were praying for the public safety minister. And uh, uh, we just felt this one day to really press in and pray against terrorism well the next day i think it was called the toronto 18 uh cell was un, uh discovered and and uh, they they stopped what could have been really bad uh i think there's individuals in that group that had uh, th- uh that they, their intent was to do harm to our prime minister actually and uh but here's one that was really so amazing where the Canadian Armed Forces, um, those who were being uh, uh, of the special forces who were uh, going to go and, and serve in Afghanistan. And uh, we we were praying uh, for them and felt, you know, we needed to do something and, and put feet to our own prayers. And so uh, my wife, Fran, had this idea of um, getting these, I guess you must have saw them, these uh, little white polar bears, not so little actually, and... Uh, where they had a recording device where a child could record their love for their their daddy who was going to be uh deployed into Afghanistan and they uh uh and so we we contacted a, mil- a a ministry called Military Christian Fellowship and uh and we asked them if what they felt about this could we could we uh maybe move on this and and get any soldier who's being deployed uh, uh, one of these little bears and a Bible. We thought about a Bible as well, and and we contacted the uh, Canadian Bible Society. Uh, oh, sorry, it was the, uh, the Military C- Christian Fellowship that actually contacted them. And and what happened is those little bears went viral. We had a, a quite a large room at the National House of Prayer, and it was filled with these bears, and uh, it ended up. Uh, uh, Many of these uh, soldiers had left messages on those little bears with their children. But many, many soldiers were uh, reported coming into Afghanistan, carrying one of those little bears with a message from their own children wow. while they were there deployed in Afghanistan. And and then we found out that not only those bears were popular, but then through the Bible Society, uh, those little pocket uh, Bibles. They had put uh, camouflage on them It made them look more military. They became the number one item people deployed soldiers were asking for. Wow, that is neat. Yeah, that was so so neat to see. And it, and and because it it was something for us where you know it, 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 we need to remember when our when soldiers are going and they're they're being deployed like that. Even right now, this that's still happening in Canada. We can just hear the news, and we oh well, we're over there, but we're not remembering these individuals and their families and and that how they're serving for all of us and so that to us was really educational as well we were we were learning in that,
0: yeah, Rob, a lot of Canadians, I'm guessing want to pray or they will if they realize how important it is, but they can't make it to Ottawa. How would you encourage them to pray for government, you know in their own homes and churches,
1: yeah. Good. I I encourage them to uh, one be become more informed in how they're praying, what they're praying. Um, uh, they can do that by you know, of course, through the newspapers or blogs. But uh, we want to see people become much more uh, informed, and and in that we've, uh, well, I there's ministries that do this. We we encourage people to check out, for example. Uh, where you are, Karen, the EFC website, um, see, become more equipped right th- through them. There's a few other uh, ministries that are in Ottawa as well that we encourage people to um, become more informed about the various issues that are important. And uh, and then we we do our best to connect with people by sending out monthly prayer points that go out um, to about 5,000 people in regards to how we we are praying in Canada and We've had very good responses to that. We do it in a nonpartisan way, but um, you know it, it does help them wherever they are, knowing that they not everyone can get to Ottawa. As a matter of fact, we, we are just launching something called field teams, where uh, more and more we will be connecting even with social media and encouraging people in how they they are praying for government. So. Yeah, that's that's one of the areas I, I think it's it's such a huge country and trying to connect people it's it's quite a big task, but it is very important.
0: Yes. Okay, Rob. If people want to find you online or find out more about the National House of Prayer and how they can be involved, where should they go?
1: Uh, just nhop.ca. That's it. And uh, nhop.ca, and that's where they can they can hear about us and um, they can. Uh, they can check out uh, some of the resources we have, which encourages not just prayer for federal government, but also the, the provincial and even municipal. We encourage City Hall prayer as well. So, yeah.
0: Wonderful. Rob, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Karen. It's good to be with you guys. And uh, we, we value the EFC uh, as a, a great resource for us as well. So thanks very much.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. To listen to more and to subscribe to Faith Today, Canada's Christian magazine, please visit www.theefc.ca forward slash faith today.